Can you believe that we are at the halfway mark of the college football season? My goodness, I'm Pete Mundo. We're Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. It is great to be with you for another week as, boy, we're in the middle. We're in the later half of October. What is happening to the football season? My goodness. And I apologize, uh, the voice a little off this week as uh, – Turned on the heat in the house up here in Kansas City, getting a little chilly. You know, it's that time of year when it's like 40 in the morning and 70, 75 in the afternoon. It's always tough. But uh, turn on that heat, and it's like, my goodness, the throat starts going. All that junk starts coming out of the uh, system there. So that's the only thing I'm dealing with. I know you guys were very concerned. But now that we're at the halfway mark of the season, I wanted to share with you what are our midseason awards For the Big 12 Conference, a good way to, you know, look at the halfway mark, see where we're at, and also understand that these can change, right? Let's not kid ourselves. These can change. Don't get upset if your guy is not, uh, you know, winning any awards just yet. It can still happen, and it's going to be A-okay. I promise you, it's going to be A-okay. All right, so with that being said, let's get to it, and let's start with our Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year thus far. And we are going to go with Bijan Robinson, the Texas Longhorns running back. And how can you not? This guy should be in the Heisman race. I mean, before the season, we thought it was all going to be Spencer Rattler, obviously. That is not going to happen. He's not even the starting quarterback for the Oklahoma Sooners at this point in time. And this year is really about, think about it, the running game in the Big 12 Conference. Like, look at these running backs. Bijan Robinson. Brees Hall, Jalen Warren, Zach Evans, Abram Smith, Deuce Vaughn. We haven't even talked about Kennedy Brooks. This is uh, Letty Brown. I mean, Letty Brown's not having a great year. I don't know how much of that is his fault versus just the offense, but I mean, there's a lot of talent at the running back position in the Big 12 Conference this year. But Brees Hall is your offensive player of the year at the halfway mark. He leads the league in rushing with 924 yards. He's got 10 rushing touchdowns on the year, three receiving touchdowns. That's the most for any Big 12 running back. Uh, He has carried this offense on its back, and it was an offense that was playing lights out up until the second half each of the last two weeks. That's got to be the tough part for Texas. Uh, They're second in the league in points per game. Uh, They are right now, if you look at the offense, the rushing offense right now is second in the league as well. The overall offense is fourth in the Big 12 Conference. So they've had a a solid season on the offensive side of the ball, and Bijan Robinson is the reason for that. I can't help but think that if Tom Herman played Bijan as a true freshman last year, is Tom Herman still the head coach? I mean, I, I think I put that question out there before, but I genuinely do wonder whether or not Tom Herman's still employed if he wins a couple of extra games. He probably is. All right, Uh, the Defensive Player of the Year thus far in the Big 12 Conference, we are giving it to Will McDonald, Iowa State. Boy, the way this guy is playing on that defensive line uh, for Iowa State, I admit exceeded my expectations. I thought that with a guy like Jaquan Bailey not around anymore on that defensive line for Iowa State, all the focus would be on Will McDonald, and uh, you know he would basically not put up big numbers. I was wrong. I admit I was wrong. He is leading the Big 12 in sacks with five and a half on the season. 
He is second in the league in tackles for loss with seven. So he's right up there in both of those key categories. The Iowa State defense overall, obviously, has not been the problem for this team. Overall, they have the top defense in terms of yards allowed per game in the Big 12 by a mile. They're giving up 250 yards per game. The second team in the Big 12 in yards per game given up is Oklahoma State at 307. So there's a 50-plus yard gap in that number. And you look at why, I mean, the whole defense is playing well, but Will McDonald is leading that defense in that front seven and is playing outstanding football. And for that reason, he is, as of right now, at the midseason point, our Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. Our newcomer of the year, Jalen Warren, Oklahoma State running back. My goodness, this guy. Holy cow. Transfer from Utah State. Shows up, and I love him. I love him. He's 5'8". He's a tank. He is just so fun to watch, and I didn't see it coming. All right, I was thinking about guys like Des Jackson, who's going to fill that role for Oklahoma State at running back. Welcome to Stillwater, young man. Holy cow, this guy is just unbelievable. I like him more than Chuba Hubbard because he's not just a guy who's like a a flashy dude where he hits a hole and he's gone. He's just a hard-nosed, old-school runner. I love watching Jalen Warren play. Boy, it's just so fun to watch. And you look at what he's doing right now. He's third in the Big 12 with 705 rushing yards behind B. John Robinson and Brees Hall. He's got six rushing touchdowns, almost five yards per carry, 117 yards per game unselfish he can catch it out of the backfield a little bit too oh man he's just fun absolutely fun and I he's a huge reason by the way that Oklahoma State's undefeated right now in top 10 in the country all right he is a huge reason without Jalen Warren playing like he's played it's very possible that Oklahoma State uh, you know could be instead sitting there with a couple of losses that's how important he's been to getting key yards key carries key catches when it matters for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Next up, Coach of the Year, Dave Aranda at Baylor. Now, if you want to say it's Mike Gundy, I, I, I'd have a tough time arguing, all right? But I'm going Dave Aranda because nobody, the biggest Baylor homer was not picking this Bears team to be ranked in the top 25 twice this season, all right? Now, I know Baylor fans have been screaming at me all year, you don't give us any respect. You don't give us any respect. You got to earn it. All right, you went 2-7 and seven last year. You got to earn it. I'm sorry. That's not too much to ask. But guess what? You're earning it. You're in the top 25. You've got one loss. Dave Aranda's impressed me with how he's won these games. Um, and he deserves an enormous amount of credit for that, for the turnaround that he has helped uh, put together for this Baylor Bears football program. So I'm giving him a lot of love. And I would give him the edge over... Mike Gundy, just because if you said to me what's more likely, Oklahoma State being undefeated right now or Baylor having one loss, I would have said Oklahoma State being undefeated. I would have never projected Baylor to be sitting here with one loss right now. So for that reason, I'm giving it to the Baylor Bears. Then the biggest surprise team that kind of weaves off of what we just talked about, I'm going to stick with the Baylor Bears for the reasons that I just mentioned. Never saw this coming And they're a team that could, if all things break right, win 10 games this season and play for a Big 12 title. The most disappointing team in the Big 12 thus far, TCU. 
I thought TCU would finish third in the conference this year, and that is looking like a bad, bad prediction. And it's the defense this year that's problematic, not the offense. If you look at the offense right now, TCU's offense is third in the Big 12 with 460 yards per game. The defense is second to last in the Big 12, only ahead of Kansas in yards given up per game. That is a bad, bad place for Gary Patterson's team to be. And now he's staring down the barrel at a fourth straight mediocre season in Fort Worth, and he's not going anywhere. But, you know, four years of mediocre football when you've recruited, by the way, better than everybody but OU in Texas is disappointing. And the fan base is allowed to make a little noise and squawk a little bit and say, listen, Gary, we love you. You got the statue outside the place. But, uh, you know, the team is not finishing where it should be finishing based on the talent that is on this roster. And that is a fair critique of the TCU football program right now. So there's your 2021 Big 12 football midseason awards as we get to the halfway mark. Uh, before we do our power rankings, do you see what Chris Kleiman, Kansas State head coach, said at his press conference this week? I, 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 didn't, I didn't want to believe it, but Chris Kleiman said to the media in Manhattan, Kansas, that he wants more positivity from them. Oh, yeah. Take a listen to this. And sometimes we all have a tendency to take it from the negative standpoint. I'm telling you guys, 18 to 22-year-olds can't handle the negative side of things. And we have to, and I'm asking you guys, I'm asking for your help. We need to be more positive. I know we can play better. You know we can play better. But we've got to give these kids more positive things because we've got a great locker room in there, kids that do care about each other, kids that love each other, coaches that believe in these kids, and we can't give up on them. Jeez. I mean, Coach Kleiman may as well just ripped off uh, the old JFK speech in line. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Ask not what Kansas State football can do for you. Ask what you can do for Kansas State football. Why are you, media members, not being more positive and helping grow the Kansas State football program and helping fluff up the Kansas State football program and the head coach and the assistant coaches and the players. Really? I mean, that is as small market, weak Bush League stuff. And it, Chris Kleiman said it in a very nice manner. It was very polite how he said it. But, like, is that a bad joke? This guy literally just said to the media, I'm asking for your help. We need to be more positive. No, no, you got to win football games. That's how this works. All right, the media is not there to fluff you up here, okay? First off, that for the first time was a sign from Chris Kleiman that this guy, um, you know, first off, let me say this. I think Chris Kleiman is a good coach. There's a lot of K-State fans upset right now with Coach Kleiman on how this team has played. They've lost eight Big 12 games in a row dating back to last season. And I get it. But I'm still a Chris Kleiman guy. And I actually, I love the hire because I thought, geez, the guy's won at the FCS level at North Dakota State. And that's a good deal. Football's football. Bring him to the Power Five. Let's get it done. I still think he can. But that was the first time that I thought, boy, Chris Kleiman's used to some baby media markets. Baby media markets. 
let's be honest, and I know a lot of guys that cover Kansas State. They're all great guys. All right, but Manhattan, Kansas, is not the media meat grinder of the world. It's not. It's not New York City. Not Philadelphia. It's not Kansas City. All right? I mean, they have a solid media, but it's not a meat grinder of media in Manhattan, Kansas. That was the first moment where I thought, boy, that came off so small market, small-time head coach. It just came off as weak, really weak. And it was the first time I felt that way about anything that Chris Kleiman has said or done. But it was really disappointing to hear because it's like, Coach, no, it, the, that's not how this works. All right, the media's job, the, 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 Kansas State doesn't sign the paycheck. No, they don't. They're not on your payroll. They're paid by media entities who have their own obligation to fairly analyze, critique, and yes, when appropriate, praise the individuals and the teams that they cover. What's the old coaching cliche, control the controllable? Chris Kleiman needs to control the controllable. What does that mean? Control what you are in charge of. Your players, protecting them if they need it from the media, from social media. That's on you. Control the controllable. But begging the media for nicer coverage, for more positive coverage, uh, boy, never thought I'd see that one. That was weak, no doubt about it. I'm Pete Mundo. We're Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. We'll get into our power rankings here coming up next. But first, let me tell you about my friends at mybookie.com. By the way, uh, we've got some time left with them, but I'm telling you guys, if you want to support this site in any way, jumping on with mybookie.com right now is the way to do it. They give you double your money on your first-time deposit at mybookie.com with our promo code BIG12. That is big one, too. I'm telling you, if, if you want to show a way to support this show and support this site, that's how you can do it. That's how you can get on board. And it seems like a small thing, but also you get something out of it. You get to place all your bets for the Big 12 season. And by the way, our picks are 6-2 and two against the spread over the last couple of weeks. So uh, we're in a good place. We want you to join us. And I place all my bets at my bookie. I have utilized their promo code BIG12. And I've gotten that double sign-up bonus. So you put in $100, $200, they give you $100 or $200 right out of the gates. That's how they do it. That's how it's always worked. And that's why it's a great way to support this site, keep us growing, support the show, keep us growing. And we thank those of you who have already utilized that promo code, but we would love if more of you would. So go to mybookie.com, use our promo code BIG12 for free money right out of the gates. We appreciate you guys. All right, let's get to our uh, power rankings here. Coming out of week seven, going into week eight. Let's roll. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports Weekly and heartlandcollegesports.com. All right, number one, we've got a new number one. Drum roll, please. The Oklahoma State Cowboys jumping up from number two to number one. Now, you might say, how is it not the Oklahoma Sooners? What the heck? What gives? Well, because Oklahoma State uh, gets the edge because they beat Texas. They were trailing in the first half, just like OU. 
And the Cowboys now have three top 25 wins in a row. Kansas State, who was number 25 at the time, Texas, and Baylor. That strength of schedule puts them in the number one position in the Big 12 power rankings for this week. So there you go at number one. At number two, I've got the Oklahoma Sooners. They moved down a spot from one. OU looked great, of course, with Kayla Williams running the show now. And uh, that's a good deal. We like that. We like having, you know, Caleb Williams in the spotlight because, boy, it means that OU can play for a college football playoff, which is good for the Big 12, good for the entire conference. All right, so the Sooners beat TCU 52-31. to They dominated that game. Caleb Williams had five touchdowns on the day, and it's a total rejuvenation for the Sooners because right now you look at the Big 12, and it's really only – well, I guess three teams, OU, Oklahoma State, and Baylor could make a college football playoff. Baylor's got one loss, so they could only lose one more game and they're done. Oklahoma State could afford a loss somewhere, but a Big 12 champ can't have more than one loss and get to a college football playoff. That's just the reality. So OU being undefeated still, getting through the Spencer Rattler stretch, now with Caleb Williams, you've got to feel good about them if you're a Sooners fan. And if you're a Big 12 fan, because now it wasn't looking like OU was going to be a team that was going to go unscathed. I mean, it was just a matter of time before that team lost a game with Spencer Rattler. This completely changes the game, and it puts a bullseye on their back. And by the way, that's good for you if you're an Oklahoma State fan or a Baylor fan, because you want to beat OU when they're ranked number two, number three in the country. That's what you want. That's what you should want. At number three on our Big 12 power rankings, we've got the Baylor Bears. The Bears maintain that number three spot after they beat and took care of business against BYU, a future Big 12 member last week. How about that? All right, so uh, Baylor racked up over 300 rushing yards. They keep pounding the rock. Abram Smith is a guy who does not get enough credit in the backfield for the Bears. And, yes, they've got some work to do in the pass defense, but, hey, this team's going to be heard from down the stretch, no doubt about it. Number four, the Iowa State Cyclones, up from number six last week. And guess what? You're an Iowa State fan. What time is it? It's Brocktober. Brocktober's here. You know, Matt Campbell, Brock Purdy, these guys, they can't lose in the month of October. 15-2 and two, dating back to 2017. Although they can lose to Oklahoma State. Both of those losses in the month of October dating back to 2017 are to the Cowboys, which sets up a great game for this weekend. But we've got Iowa State up to number four this week. Uh, after they rolled Kansas State and Farmageddon this past weekend. At number five, the Texas Longhorns are in the five spot. Now, if games weren't four quarters long, Texas would probably be leading the Big 12 right now in number one. But another collapse for a second straight week. First OU, then Oklahoma State couldn't stop the run. And even the offense was held in check. In the fourth quarter, the Longhorns had six total yards. Now Texas has a bye week to try to regroup. The Red Raiders are up from number eight to number six on the Big 12 power rankings after smoking Kansas. Yes, okay, they're supposed to do that, but guess what? They had not done that in quite some time. You know, the last two seasons, Tech has played Kansas close. They lost in 2019 on a field goal in Lawrence. They won by a field goal last season. So despite the criticism and some bad losses, Tech is one win away from becoming bowl-eligible which would be a big step in the right direction for Matt Wells in year three. But can they get one more win? 
this weekend is their best shot. Because after this, after K-State this weekend, they play Oklahoma, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and Baylor. And if Matt Wells goes from 5-2 and two to 5-7 and seven and misses out on a bowl game, that's going to be possibly ugly in Lubbock. At number 7, TCU comes in at number 7. Last week they were 5. But it's just crazy how the offense is now caught up and the defense has fallen back. I mean, these struggles are unlike anything of the Gary Patterson era. TCU has given up nearly 40 points per game in their last four matchups, which despite the offensive prowess, it just can't continue like this if this team wants to find itself in at least a bowl game come the end of the year. So it's it's disappointing. As we talked about earlier, they're the most disappointing team of the uh, season right now in the Big 12. Number eight, Kansas State. Now, Kansas State's 0-3 in Big 12 play. All right, but they were, uh, like, this shouldn't be shocking that they lost to Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Iowa State. I get no one's happy about it, but their schedule is front-loaded. All right, now they play Tech and TCU and Kansas and West Virginia. They go 3-1 and one and things will calm down. At number nine, the West Virginia Mountaineers. Uh, off last week, regroup. Now they got TCU this weekend, and that is followed up at number 10 by the Kansas Jayhawks. The rebuild is what the rebuild is. We say that every single week. So there's your power rankings coming out of week seven, going into week eight in the Big 12 Conference. I'm Pete Mundo on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. Always great to be with you guys, and we appreciate your time. Don't forget to leave that rating and review on this podcast on iTunes. That's how we get you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. Leave me a rating and review. Send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and I will get you hooked up with a koozie. All right, it's the only way to get one of our koozies. Thank you guys for doing that. we got 530 ratings on iTunes. Can we get to 600 by the end of the year? I would love you guys for that. Love you. All right. That's it for us. Don't forget about our friends at mybookie.com. Our promo code is BIG12. That's BIG12. It's a great way to help out and support this show. And uh, also place your bets. We're 6-2 and two the last couple of weeks. Those picks are going to drop tomorrow. We love you guys. We appreciate you. And we'll talk to you soon. I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com. Go check it out, and we'll talk to you guys later.